6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. So we just heard the story of Roman who is heading to Poland uh, on Sunday to meet his sister who is trying to get out of Ukraine right now with her two small children. Thank you for everyone who's texted in wanting to know how uh, you can help out. 780-496-0063. We're seeing a lot of offers of help. People, organizations stepping up to do what they what uh, they can do uh, to help those in Ukraine. And the University of Alberta is stepping up to help Ukrainian students in need. The announcement made a couple of hours ago and the president of the U of A, Bill Flanagan, joins us this afternoon. Mr. Flanagan, welcome back to 630 Chad. Thank you. All right. Can you, you know, taking a look back, uh, Bill, because I'm not sure that a lot of uh, Edmontonians or maybe even Albertans have um, know much about the deep, deep connection that the U of A has with Ukraine. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, thank you, Jalen. We've got a very deep connection with Ukraine, really going back many, many decades. As you know, of course, a very strong Ukrainian-Canadian community here in the Edmonton region, very closely connected to the university. So there is scholarship and research and collaborative ventures that go back many decades. And we're also proud to be home of the Canadian Institute of Ukrainian Studies. Mm -hmm. This is the largest and the most important, really Canada's leading research institute on Ukrainian studies. So our links run very, very deep. So for a lot of people at the U of A, I mean, this, and, and you know, obviously we know in Alberta, but for a lot of people at the U of A, uh, this is, is hitting directly home, isn't it? Yes, very close to home. We've got uh, faculty who have very close ties to Ukraine and are maybe Ukrainian themselves. We also have a number of students from Ukraine studying at the University of Alberta, just under 50 students. And, I, and I'm pleased to announce that we're, we're prepared to extend a full, up to a full tuition waiver, waiver to support students who might be facing financial uh, emergency arising out of the war. So we want to make sure that our Ukrainian students can continue to study at the University of Alberta and incoming students this fall can continue their studies without concern for financial pressures that may be arising from the war. Uh, we recognize, of course, with the war, there's going to be huge uh, um, upheaval in Ukraine. We want to do all that we can to make sure that these students are supported in every way that we can so that they can continue their studies and come to come here to Edmonton to start their studies. So not, a, not just tuition fees, but the U of A is going to provide some funding to support living costs as well for students coming in. That is correct. So any student with financial need arising out of the war, we're prepared to offer living costs to cover their costs of living. Again, we want to make sure that no student is turned away or, 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 or has to interrupt their studies at the University of Alberta because of the war in Ukraine. Now, Bill, I know this isn't the first time that the U of A has done something like this for students in need. Yes, we've got a long and proud record of assisting students and faculty members who may be displaced or refugees uh, fleeing conflict or war. And this includes students from Syria, Somalia, Congo, Burundi, and Iraq. Uh, So we're really building on a long record of assisting wherever we can around the world, those who might be fleeing conflict or or war and refugees and and, and providing a home and an open door here at the university. And the president of the University of Alberta, Bill Flanagan, joined me this afternoon um, the, the university establishing an emergency fund uh, as well and people can donate to it what do folks need to know about that and what would that money be used for bill 
Yeah, so that money will go directly in support of students. Uh -huh. And uh, just go to our website, you'll see the announcement of, uh, of today's announcement of support for Ukraine. I would be pleased, of course, to welcome any donor support. But the university is prepared to set, this is a commitment that the university is making that's uh, worth almost a, a million dollars mm. in terms of the tuition waiver and support for students with financial need. So we're prepared to do that because we, uh, because of our links to Ukraine, because I think really all of the university community is just in shock and horror at what they're seeing in Ukraine. And it's a really heartfelt initiative by all of us at the university to, to help our many colleagues and friends and family members in Ukraine. Uh, one more thing, uh, there, there's an event this weekend and we know that certain, certainly uh, in, in, in Ukraine culture, music is, is huge. And if, we, if you watch the Oilers-Flames game last night, that amazing uh, anthem, uh, the Ukraine anthem sung by the uh, Ukrainian opera singer, absolutely stunning, and then the men's choir earlier this week. But there's, there's, uh, there's a fundraising concert being held this weekend and you're speaking at it. That's correct. It's this weekend, March 12th at 6 p.m. in Convocation Hall, right at the University of Alberta. And this will be a fundraising concert in support of Ukraine. All of the proceeds will be going to the Ukraine or the Canada Ukraine Foundation. And it's being organized by the Departments of Music and Modern Languages and Cultural Studies. And I'm very honored, of course, to be speaking at the event. And I think it's just one of many ways in which we're reaching out as a university, doing all that we can to support our many friends and colleagues in Ukraine. Yeah, Mr. Flanagan, I know that uh, a lot of this still in the initial stages, but coming together rapidly because, I mean, things are, are, things are moving fast and things are happening fast. Uh, thank you for, for letting us know about it and uh, please keep us updated and we'll keep our, our listeners and our, and our audience updated as well because I'll know that, I know that they'll want to help. Thank you so much for making time for us this afternoon. Oh, thank you, Jalen. Take care. Bill Flanagan is the president of the University of, uh, of Alberta. So yes, um, the, uh, the University of Alberta stepping up to help uh, Ukrainian students uh, who, who go to school at, at the U of A, those who are planning on coming as well. If you want to make a donation as well to that emergency fund, it's uabgive.ca slash Ukraine. Uh, but about a million dollar commitment to helping those those students and uh, the the staff uh, with ties to Ukraine. Now, in um, other news, when it comes to the war in Ukraine, not sure if you heard this or if you've heard about it, but there was a historic speech uh, delivered to the British Parliament today. Members of the Commons in the House of Lords listened as a defiant Ukrainian president, uh, Volodymyr uh, Zelensky, vowed to fight to the end at sea and in the air, of course, evoking uh, the words of, uh, of, a, of a wartime British Prime Minister, Winston Churchill. Uh, Crystal Gamansing is watching this. Members of Parliament here in the UK, along with members of the House of Lords, took to their feet and gave a standing ovation to Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. They also applauded for a good amount of time before the Ukrainian president was able to start with his presentation to the House of Commons. It lasted for several minutes, and he sort of laid out the overall situation in which people in Ukraine are enduring, talking about the continued shelling, the bombardments, 
since the fights in multiple different areas in the north, in the east, and as well in the south. He specifically brought up the situation in Mariupol and how people are cut off, the lack of food, water, the ongoing security issue, and the attacks on civilians, particularly the number of children who have died so far in this war. That is uh, Global's Crystal Gaman saying one of our many reporters who are in Europe right now uh, covering the war in Ukraine.